0: God teaches us to deny self which is always a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but there's with, he, with him, it. It, we can only do that with him. Mm. And a marriage has to have self denial. <laughs> and, so, mm. and so that's the biggest difference. Only God can conquer self in our lives.
1: This is Camus and this is Kylie. Welcome to God is Real, God is Good, a podcast where we collect stories about God working in people's lives through big, miraculous ways all the way down to small, everyday things. Hi, this is Camus, and welcome to this year's Valentine's episode. This year, we have... Our pastor, Pastor Steve, and his wife, Becky, with us. Hello. Hello. Probably know them already. They have both been on the podcast before and shared their personal testimonies, which we're super thankful for. We love them both. And so this year, when we were like, oh, who should we ask for the Valentine's episode? We're like, oh, we could ask our pastor and Becky. They're always so cute together and just (laughs) laughing and fun stuff. And we're like, sure, they'll have something to share. So they agreed, so... Here they are! Yay! Yay. All right, let's pray, and then we'll start with our questions. Dear Father in Heaven, thank you for Pastor Steve and Becky. Just thank you for their willingness to share and talk about their relationship and how you have been in it and caused it to be a godly relationship, Lord. Um, just be with them, give them the words to speak, and just know what to say. And have us help us to have the ears to listen and to hear and learn from their mistakes, and also from their advice that they give us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 All right, so our first question is, what were you guys looking for or, you know, praying for in someone you, like, planned on dating or, like, a future spouse?
0: You want me to go first? Yes. Well, thinking or planning or praying for, kind of aside from that, um, I think it's... You know, looking back, it's important to have things in common, Mm -hmm. uh, things you can do together. Although, I don't know if I was specifically thinking about that, but, you know, we kind of got together playing music, we kind of got together in church functions, and uh, so there was those common things like that. Mm -hmm. But, for myself, early on, before we got together, the Lord was calling me into some sort of ministry, which I didn't know what at the time, but it was in the evangelistic field. Yeah. And so I would like someone that could support support me in that and mm. um, be with me in that. Yeah. So that was important to me.
2: For me, I, um, I wasn't really looking for anybody. Um, I was happy because I knew I had Jesus. Mm. Amen. And he had forgiven me of all my sins. I had a new life and... When I realized, I I wasn't really looking for anything, but I knew if I was ever going to have anybody, he's got to be a very godly and Christian person. Mm. Um, So when I realized I liked Steve, I just figured, oh boy, if God wants this, then God can work it out Mm. and I'll just let him take care of it. So I guess the most important thing to me was that whoever it is, he's got to be a Christian who is real. Mm. That's what I was looking for.
1: That really solid foundation in Christ and just kind of that relationship and walk with him.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was important to me.
1: Yeah, I definitely. Would. <laughs> I think that's super important that they have a connection with Christ and it's just not here, there. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah a, a real living relationship with the Lord. That's, of course, first and foremost.
1: Yes, unfortunately, though, it does have <laughs> to be said sometimes for some Alright, so how about you guys tell us a little bit about how you guys met?
0: How we met? <laughs> well, let's see. Did
2: we agree on that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think probably the first time I don't we didn't really meet, but we were at an evangelistic series together. Oh boy, right. 1975, I think it was.
2: But see, we knew this later after yeah. we were married. S- oh, you were there? <laughs> I was there too. And then <laughs> so.
0: and then at a youth group function, maybe uh-huh. The next year or something like that. Um, and then I think um, Becky started coming to church. Yeah. And probably that's where you would say we really met at church. And then we got involved in uh, outreach.
2: Well, the young young adult group, they called it a youth group. I don't know why. Everybody was in their 20s.
0: Yeah, we were involved
2: with that. <laughs> but that that I think is where we started really getting to know each other a little bit more in those when we would get together for those. Music I think played a part in it.
0: And we had a visitation type activity that we did as the youth group I think it was. Yeah,
2: go out and visit with people new in the church, get yeah. to know them. Hmm. It was just learning in a easy way, I guess, how to do evangelism a little bit. Yeah, so and so we kind of paired up on we that. We teamed up
0: on that I think a few times and so that's kind of probably our beginnings.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just kind of the church and just being involved in those or...
0: activities around it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Non-threatening um easy to get acquainted kind of activities, very safe. Just kind of get to know each other a little bit and it just kept growing from there.
1: Hmm. Starting out with friendship and developing yeah. into something mm-hmm. more. Yeah.
0: Realizing we had things in common and um, and building off that, I guess, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, how did you guys then like start officially dating, and what did that kind of look like?
0: Mm, the official date.
1: Do
3: you
2: remember our <laughs> first date? I would have
0: date? to say I invited Becky to go with me to the ABC bookstore.
2: Oh. <laughs> I was totally thrilled. (laughs) I would be too. (laughs) And I know some people laugh at that. You went to a bookstore for your date. But it's like, okay, I never, first of all, what's this ABC people talk about? And because I know my alphabet, but I knew it was a place. And, oh, that's the Adventist Book Center. So then he asked me, would you like to come and check it out? I've got to get some things in the next week or so.
0: I can't remember. I I needed to go, I think, or I used that as an excuse. I don't know which. But um, it was like, oh, an hour drive away mm-hmm. from our, where we lived, something like that.
2: Yeah. Or and, maybe maybe a little more. But. And we were listening to the Bible in living sound on our way. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I thought, I thought it was really neat because it was Christian in it. I was a new Christian, so it's like... What is this? This is—it was really interesting to listen to the dramatization of the stories in the Bible.
0: That's what we grew up with: Bible, the Bible, and Living Sound. Yeah,
1: kind of help it make it all come alive. So, like, what did dating kind of look like for you guys? Like, in a what did Christian dating, kind of look like?
0: I'll let you go first on this one.
2: <laughs> that. It was a lot of Bible studies with other people, Hmm. and we went out together, and most of our dates were Bible studies. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, And then doing music together because he played the banjo, I played the guitar. His brothers played guitar and mandolin. So we would get together as family jam sessions and just have fun that way. So I got acquainted with his family. Um, So, yeah, we would go for walks. Hikes or whatever, but mostly that's what it was. Mm. Now, what's your version?
0: <laughs> what did our dates look like? Yeah.
2: Boy, it just seems you so pretty, natural. Like, covered
0: it. There was church socials yeah. too in there, um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of Bible studies. We were sitting at Rife Lake working on a Bible study
3: mm-hmm. that
0: actually eventually made it into the series.
2: Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so... Roger, um,
2: we used to go to Roger that was a
0: That was actually a, a family campout that we were... Camped.
2: Yeah, at Rife Lake. Yeah. Yeah. It was my family. Went camping and he was invited to come. And we sat down by the lake. It was beautiful weather and just tried to put together a study. Mm. So mm-hmm. most of our dates were Bible studies. Most of them.
0: That may sound a little odd.
2: <laughs> just very like God-centered. <laughs> yeah.
0: <and laughs> yeah. I guess well, we we're both, the
2: odd couple. <laughs> we have,
0: we had both um recently <laughs> been converted. I say recent, and you know five or so years,
3: mm-hmm.
0: five or six years maybe, and so there was lots to think about and talk about and learn. That type of, that sort of thing, and mm-hmm. and that call to share it with others. So just oh, it kind of centered around a lot of that and. And music, going to my grandma's, and she always loved to have us come over and play music. Play
1: music, music and have <laughs>
0: popcorn. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, so just, play games, yeah. a lot of playing
0: games, too.
1: Yeah, so just very God-centered and
2: family-centered and kind of just church-centered. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah lots of that.
3: Well, we
2: weren't hardly ever just the two of us. It was usually volleyball was another thing, Saturday night volleyball that was always fun. We were always with a group of people. Not hardly ever were, was it just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, we went out for pizza together. Oh
0: yeah, or like we said, the ABC, or different things like that. But lots of times, it involved others too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting to see how you guys interact with the group and just—I—I mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: I liked that because I felt, for me, I felt safe. I again, I didn't grow up as a Christian, so. This is all new to me. I never felt like Steve was just trying to take advantage of me in any ways at all. Just always a a Christian gentleman who was a lot of fun to be around, and we loved having a lot of people around us, and it was just fun. Mm-hmm. And everything just seemed to flow so natural. Mm-hmm. Nothing was forced or pushed.
1: Yeah, and being in those groups, there wasn't like so much pressure, mm-hmm. just... Always a very relaxed, at ease setting. Yeah. Yep. A
0: lot of of youth group activities.
1: That's nice. Kind of something you didn't have to rush or worry about, but just something easy and natural. Yeah. All right. I have another question for you guys. So what did your families
2: think of your significant other? What did they think of? you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) My family really liked Steve. And um, that was important to me. If I'm ever going to marry somebody, I want somebody that my family will like. Mm -hmm. Um, And I knew that they really liked him when my sister called me up and asked, do you think Steve would like, she named something, as a Christmas gift? And I said, yeah, yeah, he would. Okay, then I'll get that for my boyfriend. (laughs) So it's like, okay. So this is their way of letting me know they really liked him. Mm. Um, I know my mom did Bible studies with Steve, too. So, a lot of respect for him. Mm, that's good, which was important to me, yeah, for sure.
0: Now you want my side?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think everybody pretty much liked Becky, except
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much like oh you. <laughs> no
0: <laughs> my mom. Mm. but she was kind of that way with all the others that came around for, you know, the, I have a lot of brothers. Um, she had some insecurities, I think, and baggage from her past, real baggage from her past. Mm-hmm.
3: That... Made it, it that,
0: hard for that, her. That, uh, yeah, collared her ability to have relationships with others, maybe. You know, this mm-hmm. type of thing. And so when it came to her sons, that was even worse. Mm-hmm. And so so she uh, made it pretty hard for a while.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very hard for Yeah. <laughs> but... After we were married, a while, things smoothed out and went pretty well.
2: Yeah, then then I was very much accepted. And and his brother, one of his six brothers, told me that, you know, after you get married, she'll never want anything bad to happen. Mm. And that proved true. She And they were fun to play games with and stuff. I think she warmed up to me. Oh, yeah. But at first, it was really hard for her to accept me.
1: Hmm. Just concerned that you'll like cause problems or like maybe a rift or something. Nobody like that. is taking, good enough taking, for her babies. Taking,
0: another
2: one,
0: <laughs> taking <laughs> another one of her sons away. Yeah, know, I think was the I, big issue. Yeah,
2: I wasn't viewed as an addition but as a threat. I mm. think. And but after we got married, then I was an addition and welcomed, and everything went a lot, lot, lot better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was just a real hard time for her. That transition was it's been hard on us, but not like it was on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Pretty well, except one rough spot there.
1: Just one rough spot. <laughs> and you know, I think it's you know good uh. that you could discern that like maybe it wasn't so much like a problem with Becky, but more like your mom's own insecurity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she she was adopted and her stepdad had some real problems that really scarred her, I think, you know, in ways. And so.
2: It was hard to have relationships in general. Hmm. Just yeah. So it was
1: kind of easy to distinguish because I know, like, some of my friends, they'll date someone and their mom won't like them. And they're like, oh, well, and it's like, well, maybe your mom has good advice. but But then also, you know, having that discernment to know, you know, is my mom just being overly protective or is this something to pay attention
2: to. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't I didn't have any talks with my parents about Steve whether they approved of him for marriage or not. I because I'd been out on my own for a while. Mm. Um and it wasn't like I didn't care, but I also knew they weren't Christians. Mm. And the most important one to me was God. Yeah. And so I knew he was a Christian. I'd been able to watch and observe and pay attention to where this guy is a real Christian, so even if my family thinks different, what matters most to me is God's approval. Mm. Parent approval is important, yeah, especially, I think, if they are Christians. But, but in my case, I knew that I had to rely on God. Mm. Yeah, so. <laughs> the best person to rely on. So. Yeah, <laughs> he wouldn't steer me wrong. And I still, to this day, believe Steve is God's choice for me.
1: Mm. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: Thank you, dear. <laughs> I love you. You have mom. it on record now. Yeah. Playing. <laughs> yeah. Take that to the bank. <laughs> so, who
1: did you guys, like, get advice from, like, while you were dating or, like, even when you guys have been married?
0: While we were dating, advice. Mm. Well, I mean, close to marriage. There was some marriage counseling with our pastor. Yeah. And, um... So there was, you know, that was good advice there. But prior to that, ew, Didn't that's a hard question. did your dad talk
2: to you? Did you? Well,
0: if he did, it wasn't much, maybe a little bit. Hmm.
2: I know I got advice from my stepdad, um, but it was long before I ever met Steve. It's just advice in general hmm. that you, getting married is easy, but if you ever want out, you'll pay for the rest of your life. So if you're going to get married, you want to make sure to take your time and make sure that person is the right one. If you have insecurities or there's a little bit of, I'm not too sure about this, just know that when you're married, it'll probably be bigger. So if you don't think you can live with it now, you won't be able to then. Mm. So I always thought that was really good advice.
1: I think so. Because marriage isn't going to fix your problems. It's only going to amplify them because yeah. then you're in each other's faces all the time.
2: That's Yeah, and that's what he told me. You're going to see each other. When you're dating, you get together sometimes. But when you're married, you're together every day. Hmm. So you're either, if you don't think you can live with it, you probably wouldn't want to continue for a lifetime with it.
3: Hmm.
2: But right. I never had that with Steve. I always watched and thought, okay, I can live with that. I can live with that. And I think God approves and... Yeah, so
0: but she couldn't live with the cupboard doors open.
2: <laughs> That's true. That, oh my, that bugged me. <laughs> There's always something you learn right off the get go, and that he didn't shut the cupboard doors, that just used to drive me nuts. <laughs> but God and you straightened me out. <laughs> I come home one day, and he left every cupboard door all the way open, uh. and every drawer in the kitchen all the way open. And so when I was closing them, I thought, now how long did that take you to close that? Do you think it's worth it to make a big deal? So, okay, I'll settle down and close the doors. So one little door opens, no big deal. All of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (coughs) Advice for me, (laughs) my parents were very private and Hmm. didn't really talk that way with us kids, you know? Yeah. Um, I know there was, I guess you could call it advice, Uh, when things were getting more serious between us and my mother's concerns, I think kind of bled over to my dad. He wasn't that way, but he got concerned too. So he was, he he wanted me to test Becky. Oh, that's right. And uh, the test was, was um, uh, how'd that go?
2: It was Was, say no to me on something.
0: Well, no, it was um, coming up with a a false scenario that I was going to be leaving for a certain amount of time and How would she relate to that? This sort of thing. Hmm. Uh, (laughs) Because they were so, my mother was so adamant, you know, and my dad kind of went along with it, I decided to do it. And so we come up with, I come up with some little test about leaving and so forth. And I think she passed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember all the details, but it was something along that line.
3: Mm -hmm. I don't know
0: if you call that advice, but. Counsel, maybe. Counsel. Mm. But the advice, only advice I can really think of would with pastor. Really pastor Johnson.
2: Yep. Yeah. The pastor when we were doing marriage counseling. He was very level-headed. Of course, he'd been married, so he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. But um, he, Johnson, he was right on.
0: Voice of Prophecy. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs> he
1: was right on. I- so how have you guys kept your relationship godly-like? In your dating and like in your marriage, have you like kept God at the center of it?
0: Well, we talked a lot about the dating side of it, what we did. Mm -hmm. But since then, how have we kept God in the focus since then?
2: In your marriage. Go ahead. Make sure that we take time alone with God every day. Um, I think that's important. That has played a part with us. It was again, it's it's real. So. That's just part of our daily lives. Um, I can't make it without God, and He's got to be the center of our relationship, too. Mm. So I think that's all I can say on that. Praying together. Yeah.
0: Um, And then um, still being involved in ministry together, we both have, of course, different gifts, different strengths, different weaknesses. And um, Becky has the gift of faith where minds maybe sometimes questionable doubting you know will this work will this work when she feels like yes it will work mm-hmm. and so that's helped push us along in a lot of different areas so that's the different gifts i think and using the gifts god's given us yeah has been instrumental uh how else have we kept god in the picture i mean Yeah.
2: Well, working, working together, and you know, in ministry, praying together, making sure we each are in harmony with God individually, helps us to be Uh in harmony together. And
0: then trying to resolve conflicts in a godly way, I guess you could say, which healthy, yeah. We're not always successful at that, but you know, we try. Yeah. And um, being able to be at, at peace with one another and with God and, you know, kind of trying to resolve things in that way. So...
2: Well, I think also affirming each other in our journey and relationship with God. Affirming, I see this in you and it's a really good quality that God is using in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that.
1: Making sure to take time to build each other up spiritually.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's easy, I'm sure, to... You could go down this muddy path of Put downs or whatever, but that is not good for the relationship or with each other or with God. So I think that's been a very good thing with us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can it's see- nice.
2: It's nice to know you're supported. We each support each other, we're not threatened.
0: And there again, having a, um, a similar focus to life, mm. I think, yeah. is really important.
1: I could see that because, I mean, ministry is not for everyone. So unless you guys were, like, both completely committed to it, it could be hard, you know, because then Mm
3: -hmm. when you're
1: struggling or you have doubts or things, then that other person could, like, pull you down. But when you can, like, come together and pray together and, you know, build
2: each other up in faith, then it would be better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Instead of this is a rough bump in the road, why don't you dump it? Yeah. You know, we never did that.
0: Not everybody's called into
2: Ministry. A ministry
0: type thing, but but still the same focus. Mm-hmm. And I I believe that focus has to be God. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, marriages are threatened and are destroyed by so many things. If you don't have God, a God focused marriage, the You're odds are the odds are against you.
1: Yeah, for sure. And <laughs> just look at our divorce rate. Yeah, yeah. Fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. So.
0: So it doesn't I'm saying it doesn't have to be ministry but a but a focus on him. Yeah. Drawing to him in whatever way he's called you. Yeah, yeah, a focus
1: on God and a focus on whatever your shared goals are.
0: And like yeah. I told my son in law, just make sure when he was wanting to get married, mm-hmm. make sure that you're always a part of your local church.
3: Mm.
0: Always active in your local church. That's so vital too. Mm
1: hmm.
0: To keeping God in the marriage. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: if you're not going to church and reading your Bible and praying, then you're not going to have that connection with God, and yep. you're not going to be able to keep your marriage godly. Mm-hmm. No, that makes a lot of sense. So, how have you guys dealt with like the hard times or like arguments in your relationship?
0: Arguments? What's I in.
1: <laughs> 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 All right, sorry, you don't argue. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: How have we dealt with arguments?
1: And, like, the hard times in your relationship. Like, difficult spots where you don't agree or you might be upset or, like, mad at each other.
0: Well, I can think of one big thing. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One thing that we found that really helped a lot with trying to stay connected, trying to resolve disagreements conflict conflict yeah. was um, setting a weekly it was a weekly we did a weekly time. talk time we called it
2: Hmm.
0: weekly talk time scheduled yeah so from 10 to 11 on friday or you know I was yeah. just making up something something
2: but, like that uh,
0: we would set everything aside and just
2: sit down come together apart
0: and and try to find out um how, how the other person was doing. Are they feeling loved? Is there something I'm doing that's making you not feel loved? Or something I sh- could be doing? So those type of questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than you're not doing this and you're not doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. rather negative focus, positive focus. Yeah. And I think that saved us.
2: Yes. <laughs> Even though I was reluctant to do it, it was his idea. Mm. And I thought it's just gonna be, I was picturing it very negative. Like he said, I was thinking it's going to be you did this and I didn't like it and you're not doing that and, and negatives. Yeah. But we always ask the same questions. Are you feeling loved by me? And is there anything that I've done you want more of? You know? mm. And it, I think it took both of us and helped us to become other-focused rather than please me, but how am I doing in pleasing you? Mm. And that took our marriage, which was good and made it way good, dynamite
0: yeah because communication is never easy, and uh, so I think you you have to find an avenue where it can be expressed, yeah, expressed in a easier way, I guess,
1: yeah, kind of just like checking in with each other and seeing how you're doing like
0: yeah, yeah. and it, and it and it it was reactive to some degree but mainly proactive
2: mm. to Prevent problems Explosions. down the road. Explosions. Yeah, we yeah. even made a list. Each of us had a list of 10 things that you do that makes me feel loved and special. Hmm. And so that helped me. I don't know if it helped you, but your list helped me to know, oh, no wonder he's not feeling loved in this area. I didn't even know that was important to him. Hmm. And so when we did that, then it helped us to, to know to please the other person and to to build them up in love. And so it just made our relationship tons better. And I don't know
0: if you will get into this in your other questions, but another thing that really helped us in a a very difficult period in our relationship was a book that we got a hold of, and I'm not big on these self-help type books, but this was a marriage book that brought out, so a couple core things that really, I think, anyhow, you can share what you think. I think they really helped us, maybe even saving our marriage. Maybe. Maybe. We can put it that strong. Probably. Because <laughs> it was a rough time. And I don't remember how many years it had been, maybe 10, 10. Or 12 years, something like that.
2: Right in there.
0: And we just weren't speaking the other's language anymore. We used to, mm-hmm. but we forgot. And I think that's, couples go through that. At first it's natural. Yeah. But then you kind of go into a default mode where it's no longer natural to speak the other's language, love language. And I'll give you an example. Okay, that we found in this book, or I remember finding in this book, go three ahead. main things that the man needs and three main things that the woman needs to feel loved. And um they maybe vary slightly, but they're pretty basic things. Mm-hmm. And so at first it's natural. But then after a while, yeah, you go into this default mode. And so, for one thing here, I'll share with you. Uh, and that is, uh, it's very important for Becky to, I'm not sure what language or category this fits into, but to receive things, gifts, and uh, I love you type gifts and things. Mm-hmm. Right?
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and touch is another. And one. so, mm. uh,
0: yeah, that was that was natural at first, but after a while, you know, you start losing that somehow.
1: You just fall back in your yeah. ways.
0: And and what you do, what you do is it begins to become reversed in your mind, where you start to do things for the other person that you would like.
3: Uh, yeah. So
0: I can share that from her, from my perspective. She. <laughs> She would begin, and I mean, I did it too, but different ways. Okay, she would begin (laughs) to bring me little gifts Mm. and little cards and little trinkets or whatever. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I mean, I'm okay with that, but that doesn't do anything for me, you know? Yeah, she's
1: just like, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: But see, (laughs) see, she was trying to show me love by sharing her love, her love language with me, Mm -hmm. er, er, what made her feel special. And I was doing the same thing to her. So we were just. Shooting past each other. Yeah. And so what this book did is it got us to focus. It's like, oh, okay, I need to intentionally get her little things. (laughs) (laughs) Which isn't natural for me.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, I can go in a store and just have this dazed look that I don't know where to go and what to get.
2: (laughs) Which is amazing to me because I don't think I'm that difficult.
0: (laughs) So, but anyhow, (laughs) it's just something that has to be done so the other person can know that they are loved or can, uh, yeah, understand that. Yeah. And so this, what I'm just trying to say is this book helped us to refocus. Mm. And once we started speaking the other's language, our relationship really got much, much better.
2: Yeah. And even now, we'll check in sometimes, you know, are you feeling loved is... Or I evaluate, okay, I need to step it up and do whatever I know would make him feel loved and respected and valued.
3: Mm -hmm. So
2: that has played a huge part in saving our marriage.
1: Mm, I could see that. Because it's not that you stop loving that person. You just don't know how to show that
2: love effectively. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Where Mm -hmm. it's getting through to them that they are loved. Mm -hmm. What's
0: really strange about it, at first, you do. Yeah. Within it. <laughs> just kind of...
1: Uh, Tapers away for some reason. Yeah. You get lazy or something.
0: And you... F- yeah, you settle into... forget to how light. to speak the language. <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, that was a good one.
1: Yeah, I could see that. For sure. Just making sure that your spouse knows that they're loved and that they're valued in that relationship. Especially after you've been together for a while and it's just... So natural. It, yeah, in, and you in, can't in, take it for granted.
0: In in the way that they need to hear it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not the way you want to show it, but yes. in the way they need to hear yes.
0: it. Maybe they're the same, but maybe they're not.
1: That's true.
0: <laughs> and usually they're not because the needs of a man and a woman are, are often not the same.
2: They're close, but different. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: fair. So how have you or like seen God working in your relationship?
0: how have we seen god working in our relationship
1: mhm through dating and marriage and
0: other than what we've shared the miracles that have taken place to um allow us to be serving him today
2: together together mm.
0: yeah miracles
2: lots of lots of different different things i mean for a long time You know, I've always been supportive of Steve in the ministry he was doing. But for a long time, he was a Bible worker. that didn't make a lot of money.
0: Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And that was very difficult for me. Oh, yes. We forgot that part. (laughs) I didn't forget (laughs) it. It was difficult. But God still... There were, there were miracles that came along financially that, that kept us afloat all the time. Mm. And always in just the right timing as well.
0: Maybe we should share that, uh, kind of reverting back to the last question.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, one thing that I had to do that was very difficult for me, being so tight, was to set aside some funds that she could use for whatever. Mm. That was important to her and even though it was, you know, when you don't have much and you have all these bills, it's hard to do, but it was something necessary that had to be done. So that's another way to speak, I think, the language.
2: Yeah, those are the needs. A woman, basically, generally, women need some financial security.
3: Mm -hmm. And
2: there was a time for a long time in our marriage where we didn't really have that at all because I didn't know how am I going to, what are we having tomorrow and i finally learned as far as food goes you've got enough today and god will take care of you tomorrow that it was a hard thing for me to mm-hmm. live that way well
0: and not having much was one thing and then uh one thing i took away from my parents was um what would you call it thrifty you or, learned uh,
2: from your parents
0: <laughs> very tight very tight you know scrimping every last penny you can get to pay off this bill or that bill, you know. And uh, so anyhow, that didn't go so well. Uh, yeah. So I finally... <laughs> I,
2: read, I read that wrong. I thought he was trying to see how little can I survive on. Hmm. And it was driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to just survive. So
0: finally I determined, okay, <laughs> I will ex- I will just go ahead and, and pay less on our well. And let it stretch out further so she can feel some security with finances
2: which which i think made a huge difference for both of us really that meant a lot to me that was very important
1: like feeling like you had like a voice in the finances you know or
2: like just that and that um he cared about my needs it wasn't just about we got to pay these bills sorry Mm -hmm. you know your needs can wait the bills are important and that spoke volumes to me when he said, We're going to let the paying off this well. We'll take it a little longer so you can have some money. Just that was like a, a mountain just rolled away and huge relief.
0: And so you for me. restarted receiving your uh, monthly or weekly allowance, which was what?
2: <laughs> $2, I think. $2. Yeah. That's but it meant started. a lot. That's how tight we were. Mm. So. Well, she gets a lot more now. <laughs> <laughs> well phew he's, he's a very generous guy
0: <laughs> inflation
2: mm. ah <laughs> oh, the cost of having a wife no. a <laughs> uh, happy life anyway, sorry I
0: reverted back to the last question
2: <laughs> That's okay. what were we working on um it's okay I just want to talk
1: about that for a second um yeah because I can even see that a little bit in my own parents marriage like one advice that they constantly give me is like you know, it's fine if you don't have a lot of money, and that's okay. Because, you know, there was a lot of times when there was four of us, and Dad was the only one working, and Mom was raising us. We didn't have a lot. And
2: mm-hmm. they're like,
1: that's fine. But just be aware that if you marry someone who's not going to make a lot, that that's going to be a big strain on your marriage. And it can like be, that. yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Finances are a, a big reason why there's a lot of divorces. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not the only one. Right? yeah, But it is. it is a big deal for women in general
1: hmm feeling, you know, supported and secure and, you know, financially
2: taken care of. Yeah, I. it's my way, for me, it makes me feel valuable to him mm-hmm. that he would do that. And that makes me want to please him. I mean, she had five acres
0: with a single-wide tin mobile home and kerosene lamps <laughs> and a wood stove. No electricity,
2: what, what, <laughs> yeah. What could <did> you want? <laughs> exactly. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, and a wash bucket or a, a scrub board or we had,
0: whatever. We had, we even had running water. Me, took the bucket ran to the creek, filled it up, ran back.
2: I was chief running water. Oh boy,
0: that's how we started.
2: Yeah, I think we started at the bottom, as far down as you could start. Well, but we did stay happy and work through it too, though. Mm-hmm. Stayed connected and. God was there all the way working. How has your
1: guys' relationship looked different from one without God?
0: Well, it looks different, I would say, because without God, we likely would not have a relationship.
2: Yeah. Without God, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. people are self-focused. Yeah. And you don't please me anymore, so I'm in love with this person, Mm. and we're going to get divorced. Without God, your chances of staying together are significantly lower. And even when I was not a Christian, um, I remember thinking about marriage and looking at people, and the only ones that seemed happily married, they were Christian marriages. Mm. So I figured, (laughs) If I'm going to get married, it's got to be a Christian marriage. Mm -hmm. Without God, it's just all about me. Yeah. And if you please me, that's great. And if not, well, there's plenty of other fish. Mm -hmm. So I think that our marriage, our relationship is different because even our dating, you know, it wasn't out at the bars and drinking and dancing and things like that. It was it was more God-centered all the way, right from the get-go. Hmm. So I guess people can look at us and see, well, they're different, you know. But uh, but that's because we're a Christian couple, hmm. I think. I don't know how well I answered that question. Do you have anything you want to put in there?
0: So how is, it, how is our relationship different?
2: Than one without God.
0: Than one without God. Yeah, like Becky's saying, the world is all about self. How much they can get, how much they can uh I'm the please most person. Yeah. yeah. And so God teaches us to deny self, which is always a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but there's with, with him. In it. It, we can only do that with him. Mm. And a marriage has to have self-denial. <laughs> and so it does. Mm. and so that's the biggest difference. Only God can conquer self in our lives. So spending time with him each and every day, and using your gifts for Him and His service, um, and living that's the to- only way we can develop the character of Christ, which is selfless. Hmm. And so it's a work in progress, but we did—we know how to do it, and just keep doing it, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, kind of just having God in the relationship has taught you how to be selfless, and put the other one first, and... Right. Not always be looking at your needs, but also looking at theirs. That's the goal. Uh, That's the goal. (laughs) That's
0: the goal, yeah. We don't always succeed, but that's the goal.
1: (laughs) We we fall short of the ideal often, but that is the goal. Yeah.
2: But then you just dust yourself off and get back in the saddle and go at it again and learn that it's not just about me. Mm. The other person's happiness actually makes me happy. Mm.
1: Prioritizing their thoughts and their feelings. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and going back to what we were talking about before, when you purposely try to fulfill the other's needs, mm-hmm. then that comes back to you mm. in fulfilling your needs. There's a lot of yeah.
2: pleasure in it.
0: So it's going at it from a positive point of view. So I, I like that. That's helped us a lot.
2: Yeah.
1: When you help them feel loved, Mm -hmm. then it's easier for you to feel loved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's really cool. All right, last question for you guys. What advice would you give to young couples or single people?
0: (laughs) Well, the advice that I would give is if they don't know the Lord, to seek the Lord and find Him, first of all. Mm -hmm. And don't think that a spouse will change you or you will change them.
3: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah, you have to have a real living relationship with the Lord initially, and then it's vital, I believe, to look for someone else that has that too. Mm.
2: Yeah,
0: that would be my advice for a single person today.
2: Yeah, yeah, mine would be the basically the same. You wanna <clears throat> you wanna make sure you have a relationship with God, and that the other person also does, and that you're not in conflict over your basic convictions mm-hmm. um there's a reason these mixed religions in marriage don't necessarily I've seen too many people do it and 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 get married with the idea well I can change them they'll want this and yeah and it doesn't work and then the person says you knew I was this way before you married me mm-hmm. and it creates all kinds of I've heard lots of people talk about I shouldn't have done that and What was I thinking? So I would say pay attention to what your family thinks as well because they can see things in the other person you might not be able to. Hmm. But um, the most important is knowing God approves. If you don't have that assurance, you're in trouble from the get-go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, see. Because marriage isn't easy. So for me, having God's approval when difficult times come I know I'm still where God wants me, and He's going to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's that's good. Find a person that you trust, and um, get uh, get their perspective on the individual that you're interested in. You know, see what they may see that you don't.
2: Mm-hmm. That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and watch. This is one thing I've told my kids: watch how they treat people, their friends. How do they talk to their family members? Because after you've been married for a while, that's what they're going to do to you. Mm. And if you don't like what you see, you're really not going to like it if you're taking it every day. Mm. So yeah, watch the character. I And, <clears throat> you know, God put your head above your heart for a reason. That was all. Awesome. Thank you,
1: guys. Um, Really appreciate it. I think you guys brought out a lot of good points. I had not really before, like, checking in with your spouse, like, once a week and making that time to, you know, ask them, you know, am I making you feel loved? And, you know, if not, like, how could I do that for you? I think that's, that's something really important because, like, we all have insecurities and issues and things that we get from, like, growing up or just life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to check in and to, you know, like, make sure that your spouse is feeling loved and that they're not insecure in that relationship because... Insecurity is not a fun thing.
2: <laughs> no. Right.
0: And communication is not easy. So. Yeah. I, I liked having that structure, that tool, whatever. To mm-hmm. Allowed that to happen.
1: That same, you know, it's so that way. You know. Okay. Well, I can't talk to you about this right now because uh-huh. it's chaos happening. But there will come a time when mm-hmm. we can talk about this and address it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And when you do it that way, it prevents a lot of resentment over, I shouldn't have said that way, or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know it's coming, you have time to think and process, that hurt my feelings, because, or whatever, so you can, it's a tool that I think was good for us to learn how to communicate with each other, Mm -hmm. that was important. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, communication comes easier for some than others. Yeah. Like, it comes easier for you than me.
2: Right. (laughs) But we all gotta (laughs) learn to communicate. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't resolve conflict if you don't communicate.
0: Yep. Communication is mm. vital, and that's a tool that helped us.
1: Communicating and just having God first in your own life also, so that way He can be first in your relationship as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. I You're really sure appreciate welcome. it. and you had some fun stuff to share. I knew this was going to be fun to record because you guys are just fun people. So... <laughs> <laughs> thank you and everybody tune in next week for me recording somebody else bye if you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to follow share like and review also you can contact us at our facebook page that is god is real god is good podcast or you can email us at god is real god is good podcast at gmail.com
3: bye